Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's Wednesday, so that means it's time for more of your listener questions, including a great question about whether to schedule a 5 o'clock p.m. ADR at the Hollywood Brown Derby on arrival day. Is that a great idea, scheduling an ADR when you arrive because you might not get many attractions in that day? Or should you just go counter service? We have that debate We also talk about whether it's best to drive your own vehicle or take Disney transportation to the theme parks for early park entry. We also talk about linking multiple different kinds of tickets to your My Disney Experience account to make sure the right ticket is accessed when you enter the parks at park opening. This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check out the Magic for Less for all of your Disney trip planning needs. Their agents right now are standing by to take great care of you for no extra cost to you. Just drop by themagicforless.com right now. Check out all the great services they offer you. And while you're there, fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and they'll take great care of you from there. Check them out today, again, over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click, and it really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you sincerely to our patrons, who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2062 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. We hope this show finds you well. And I am doing spectacularly well for a couple of reasons here as I sit in the Be Our Guest Podcast studios. The weather not being one of those right now. It's a little bit chilly here in the Midwest, but... As we're recording, I'm getting ready to head down to Florida this weekend for the spring surprise races. I'll be out there at the 10K and the, I always want to say the half marathon. There's no half marathon this weekend, the 10 miler. So if you're running, I hope to see you out there in the corrals and on the courses. Please say hello. Don't forget, we're having a podcast meetup at Fantasia Gardens this Saturday at 2 p.m. Bring your putter. If you are a pro, if you're on the circuit, you can bring your own putter The rest of us, we're just going to use rentals and make the best of it. But we're going to have a good time. So be there at Fantasia Gardens, 2 o'clock sharp, for the shotgun start. And no, it's not shotgun start. We used that joke Sunday night. We did. did it again. But anyway, hope to meet you there at Fantasia Gardens on Saturday. But more importantly, besides this being the, the travel show, for everybody that's headed down, safe travels, take us with you. Maybe you're listening on the plane, on the drive down, what have you. But I'm wearing my cardinal red today in the studio because... It is a happy day. It's it's a day I never thought that I would see again here in St. Louis. It's like Babe Ruth coming back to the Yankees. Uh, Hank Aaron coming back to the Braves for one last hurrah. Albert Pujols, the man, the myth, the legend, number five, back in a Cardinal jersey. I was, yes, I was crying this afternoon when they announced him down in Jupiter. He came walking in from right field. Just like It was like God. It was unbelievable. Oh, my heart. That's what Cardinals wow. fans do. It was amazing. Dude. I mean... 
the rookies in the bullpen didn't know what to do as he passed them. They just stood up and just, they had to start clapping. I mean, that's how St. Louis is. Yep. I know that he's, you know, and Mallory, she's the one that broke the news. I was on the treadmill this morning for, from five to like seven. And so I hadn't heard the news, but she gets up super early for school. I look down, I finish my run because it's on do not disturb when I'm on the treadmill. So if anybody ever tries to text me, you can't. But um, I see when I get off the treadmill, Albert Pujols signed with the Cardinals. And she's never even seen him play, but she's heard oh all the gosh, legendary. Cause, true. Cause, she hasn't seen him play. Not with the Cardinals, you know, but I mean, I've, I've only peppered her with stories because she's a huge Cardinals fan. She peppered her with stories my whole life. And uh, so she's all excited. She sends me the text. That warmed my heart. Like, my daughter sends me the text at Pujols and back. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And so, you know, I'm just like, oh, my God. I can't but You know, it's just like one of those things. Because we had heard rumors it might happen, and it did. And it's just, I couldn't be happier right now. And then the, the, she gets home from school. She's like, I was thinking about this today. Our team is really old this year. Because, you know, we have <laughs> Adam Wainwright. He's old. You know, Yadier Molina, old. Albert's old. I'm like, but I told her, I'm like, I'm old. Like, I'm cool with old dudes playing baseball. You know, only one team wins. We're going to have fun. It's okay. We may win. We may not. We're going to have a good summer. So, anyway, long story short, that's why I'm so happy and so pumped up. It's baseball heaven here in St. Louis. It's like Field of Dreams. People are coming out of corn. You know, it's like the legends are popping out of the corn here in St. Louis. It's going to be great. So, anyway, Ricky can appreciate that. She's a St. Louis and Cardinal fan from the mouseforless.com Ricky thanks and uh for for letting me just uh, rally here with a little sports radio at the top of the show What's no that? you know what I'm excited too I actually was uh talking to a co-worker of mine about this uh I said okay because you know they're all well they either don't care about baseball here or they're all Braves fans so I went to the only Braves fan that was at work today and uh was like I'm so I know that you'd ex- uh, you would understand this uh and uh be excited but uh you know albert pujols is coming back and i'm super super pumped so you know i just i i'm pumped too and uh you know yeah it's it look it's gonna be awesome getting to see wainwright and yachty and pujols one last time i know this is the last time i yes. thought last year was the last time i was gonna see yachty i'm so excited that i get to see him this year and I'm excited because the Braves are playing the Cardinals July 4th, 5th, and 6th. So I'm going to have to buy tickets for at least one of those games so I can see my favorite three players play one more time. So I'm excited. So I'm real so quick, excited. do this to your Braves fan, your Braves fan friend. Just be like, just picture it. It's like Freddie Freeman coming back 12 <laughs> years from now from the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of it. Yeah, we did have too that soon. conversation. Too yes. soon. Too <laughs> soon. That's Definitely a, too that's soon. That's a yeah. rough wound right now. At least they're the world champions. But man, that <laughs> that's would be right. that's like sticking a dagger in it right there a couple weeks uh, into the whole thing. Anyway, also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forster. Pam, it'd be like Kutch coming back to the Pirates for one last victory. Oh my gosh, know, right? Or, or, you know, uh, I don't know, Terry Bradshaw coming back to the Steelers for one last time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we have a lot of uh, Pittsburgh legends here for sure. And I like, I keep wanting to watch the show that Terry Bradshaw has with his family. Apparently, it's well, hysterical. Yeah. So I, I've never seen it, but yes, for sure. He's quite the character, I hear. I hear so. Yes. So how are things in Pittsburgh? Uh, you know, spring is not springing for most of us. I'm, just, um, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing it by going to Florida. That's uh, that's the only way I can make it happen right now. It's so sad, like that we got that taste of it. Right. That makes the cold when it comes back a yes. hundred times worse. Yes. And dreary it does. All back. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. But sometime later in the week, it's supposed to be in the 60s. So 
Let's... Yeah, fake news. Okay, I know, so... right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get to the questions. We have a question here. I got to hit this one because this is a fellow cheer dad with a question. It says, rookie cheer dad. It's from Robbie Beal in Frederick, Maryland, 939 miles from Disney. It says, hey, Mike, BOGP crew, new cheer dad here. This past weekend, my daughter's cheer team received a bid to Worlds. Now, if you don't know what Worlds is, Mallory's going to Summit, which is pretty awesome. And Don Baker's child is going to D2 Summit, which is awesome as well. But Worlds, they're the best teams in the world. They're way wow. better than Summit. They're like the ultimate, like best teams. They're there a week before us. So nice. they're down there in about two and a half, three weeks. Anyway, in anticipation of this, we had already booked resort packages at Pop with five single day park tickets. Worlds registration comes with an additional three day park hopper ticket. My understanding is once we receive those park hopper tickets, we simply assign them to each member of our party through the My Disney Experience app. My question is, how do we manage scanning in at the parks when we have different ticket types? Do we have to inform the cast members which ticket type we're using uh, each day? Or is it Disney system intuitive enough to know to use a single day ticket for the days we do not hop and only use the park hopper tickets on the days we do hop? Thanks for all you do, Robbie. So basically, and this happens, I think, with a lot of people that you might have two different things because what ha basically what happens is it, it, it's a big package that the cheer groups put together and every athlete and family member has to purchase a three-day hopper. It's called, I forget what it's called. It's got some special name, but you have to have that as part of your cheer package. But he was already, you know, with a regular probably Walt Disney travel company package. So, Pam, how do you do that? What I would do is I would tell the, the the person right past the touch points with the iPad, look, I just scanned in. Can you check and see which ticket got pulled just to be safe each time? I mean, it's going to take five five minutes or less, and I would have peace of mind. But what, what would you offer? Yeah, that, I agree with that, too, to make sure um, that, I mean, you do assign the tickets to the right person when you link them. So that will already be taken care of. But you do want to make sure that the right tickets are being used on, you know, the right days. It's, it's challenging. I will say um, you can go and have them prioritize tickets, but even that is challenging at different times. So I agree with what Mike said. And the funny thing is the app oftentimes doesn't show what ticket you used until a day or days later. It's the weirdest thing. It really is like you would think, Right. You scan in, then you could look at the tickets on your app mm -hmm. and then see which one was used. It's, it doesn't work like that. It's just it doesn't it doesn't do that. Disney can see it, but it just doesn't show on the app. So. And Corwin's mentioned in the live chat, two different magic bands, but that won't work because magic bands are just tied back to a My Disney Experience account. So, you know, I have 50 magic bands, but it's still going back to one My Disney Experience account. So creative idea, but that wouldn't solve that issue. I wish. That'd be kind of a good idea. That would be. <clears throat> um, Len's got a question here from Maryland. I like this one because it's about this weekend. He says, stupid question, but what's the surprise in the spring surprise <laughs> race weekend? Well, a lot of people actually asked this over the past few months. What it was was that there was uh, this used to be the Star Wars race weekend, the April yes. race weekend, the last one of the run Disney season. Um, and they just kind of had this as a placeholder. They decided they weren't going to do Star Wars, but they did not put a theme out there. Uh, there was just like... Uh -uh. Nothing. And so they announced that they were going to have a race weekend, but they did not have a theme. And it was just like, so then I guess, I don't know, like really how this all went down, but it was just the surprise race weekend. Nobody, 
It was. Kind I think of a the surprise picture. was the fact that they were bringing back races that they had previously retired. But we didn't so, know what races. Like, yeah, that was it. Like they were going to surprise us with special races. But when we signed up, we had no idea. Well, I mean, I signed up oh. late, but most people signed up kind of on blind faith, I think. Oh wait, they signed up without knowing what races they were running. Right. Oh. I think that you didn't know what races they were. Or there were Oops. when you signed. I think is that right or am I wrong? No, I maybe mean, you I knew would, the race. You would have then. to know what races you I were guess. signing up for. Yeah, yeah. the date. Yeah. You just yeah. didn't know what the theme was going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm sure that it was like, surprise. Yeah, that's right. Because what it is, basically, the, the surprise is they brought back retired races. You know, it, they brought back Expedition Everest 5K, uh, Race for the Taste 10K, and the Tower of Terror 10 Miler. So yeah. there we go. Uh, question to Derby or not to Derby. And this has nothing to do with the state of Kentucky. I thought it would, but it doesn't. Uh, Sherry <laughs> says, hey, y'all, I have a trip coming up in May and just got my dining. I hear so much about the Hollywood Brown Derby and thought I would try it. I have a reservation for my arrival day at 5 p.m. with the park closing at 9 p.m. I anticipate us getting to the parks around 3 and will use my morning to acquire and stack some lightning lane passes, assuming... The genie times are working in my favor. So my question is, do you think we'll have time to have a dinner at HBD, Hollywood Brown Derby, and get lots of things done? Or should I cancel it so I'm not nailed down to eating in a specific time, allowing me some flexibility as I book things on Genie Plus? If I cancel, do you have any recommendations? We would like to go to Pizza Rizzo and eat in the wedding banquet room, but I'm thinking <laughs> of... Yes. That's a good idea, actually. It um, is, but I will share just before we forget. Uh, that restaurant does close early a lot of times, so a lot of times they close at like four. So just a heads up. What's up with that? I don't. I don't. Who know, has wedding receptions before four? I know. Right? Anyway, so you may want to just check. Okay, so she says. Later. Would like okay. go to Pizza Rizzo and eat in the wedding banquet room, but I'm thinking of branching out this time. Thanks so much, Sherry's in Dallas. P.S. I'm taking Pam's advice and eating where we stay as well. I have reservations at every restaurant at the Yacht and Beach and hope to get at least get to at least one lounge. We did Ale and Compass Lounge back in January, so I'm hoping to try the other one this time. Okay, here's my first. I'm just gonna hit this general rule for me. I do not like ADRs on your arrival day. It makes the day a little bit more stressful than it needs to be because you're trying to hit an ADR where if you get a delayed flight, you get a little bit stressed, you start rushing, you know, maybe your room isn't ready and you wanted that to be ready. I just like to counter service it on arrival day and have my ADR start the, the first full day. That's just kind of a general rule of thumb. So Ricky, what do you think about her situation here as far as she thinks she'll be at the park at three, Park closes at nine, wants to do a lot, but has a Hollywood uh, Brown Derby reservation at what time did she say? Five? Five? Yeah. yeah. I I think I if it was me, I'm thinking I'm leaning more toward canceling that and maybe getting something quick service. Although Hollywood Studios does not have my favorite quick service restaurants. So <laughs> there is that too. I mean you can't go wrong with tachos, though, at, you know, Woody's Lunchbox. So that's kind of my, you know, last minute option for her, I guess, if, if she wants to go that route. Uh, but I might cancel just so that I am free to have a little more time. Because once you do have that dining reservation, you are locked in and you're locked in at least for, you know, at least an hour, um, probably a little longer than that, probably an hour and a half. So you won't get done until about 6 30 or so so you know with such limited time 
I might cancel it, even though they're looking to get, hoping to get, you know, Genie Plus um, attractions under their belt. You know, you may have a, an attraction that comes up during that that time period too. So um, I would probably cancel and try something else if that was me. Yeah, I would, and, and you know, Craig's offering up. What about Baseline Tap House? They really don't have food; they have more drinks. Uh, they there, do. Which is I a mean, good they do have the charcuterie out. board. Yeah, but it's not dinner. That. I mean, it's not. That's I mean, not. Hey, that could be dinner for me and Brian. Yeah, charcuterie I mean, board and pretzel is good dinner for me. So, nah, not me. <laughs> Travel day. I need a little bit more substance. Uh, John actually in the live chat has my suggestion. I would just go to ABC Commissary. They have really come a long way because it used yeah. to be Backlot Express. I've not moved to the commissary, but Pam, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you like Hollywood Brown Derby? Is it worth trying to make that? We actually eat at the lounge often, um, more so than inside. We eat at the Hollywood Brown Derby lounge. The challenge with that is that it does get busy, um, and sometimes you have to wait, and that's not always ideal either. Um, you know, I think that the meal on your first night is really sort of dependent upon what kind of traveler you are. Typically, Steve and I are up early. Um, we're getting a flight in the morning. We've done stuff during the day. And by the evening, we want to take a breath and sit and like and enjoy something, right? And just sit there and sort of watch the world go by. And that's, we would probably eat at the Brown Derby Lounge or at Baseline Tap House. I agree with Ricky Charcuterie can always be a meal, <laughs> especially when it's paired oh. with a pretzel and a beer. Exactly. I mean, that's called, exactly. that's called a snack for me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, definitely consider that um, look at baseline and see what you think of that menu and look at the um, Brown Derby lounge and see what you think of that menu too. Cause it actually, it, it is different than the menu inside. Um, the, the challenge, I think, with Hollywood Studio is that there are not really great places. The quick service, I, I don't think they're that good. I just mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. um, dang. And that, and that always makes it challenging. It really does. But if you would be happy just snacking and maybe enjoying a little bit of, you know, down to, like taking your chances on Baseline and Hollywood Brown Derby, you can easily sort of fit those in in between your your lightning lane reservations so that's something to think of too um you know but if you really are feeling like you're going to want a sit-down meal i don't you know I, I don't see a problem with keeping it that day if you know that's what you're going to like but if it's not that important to you then i'd probably just uh, move along so that it gives you a little more flexibility here's my wild card for a counter service at the studios and i'm not kidding about this i use mobile order and i know you're trying to maximize your time at the studios but I hop on the Skyliner and I go to Primo Piatto at the Riviera. Great food, great food, mobile order. And then you can have it already almost. So you're not, you're maximizing your time. You can literally walk out of the front of Hollywood Studios, get to the Riviera in probably five minutes, maybe seven minutes. By the time you walk there, it's probably 10 minutes. If your food's ready, that's five more minutes. You have your meal. You can probably be back to the studios in 45 minutes and be back. And Bar Riva is a good choice there too. The yeah. pool bar down there. We eat there all the time too. You actually get um, most of the menu from Primo Piata and then they have a few other things too to choose from. I know sticking, sticking, what a surprise. I'm right. sticking in another lounge choice, but we end up eating there often too. Um, and it's, it's a great location. They have some good bartenders. there. So. Just kind of thinking outside the box. I know you want to be in the studios, but I mean, you get to ride the Skyliner that's relaxing and it's, you know, it'll be really chill over there. 
Yeah. Super good food. I mean, super good food. And by the way, Scott is down at Walt Disney World. He's been there since last weekend. And this is just what I guess your your best bud does, right? He texts me every time he eats something. And like today, I sit down oh at lunch Lord. having a terrible looking turkey sandwich with baked chips. And he's going around the World Showcase and eating it every food uh, flower and garden booth. That and sounds just killing right. me. Killing yes. me. He had this good looking taco. He had this. Nice. Oh, man. He had everything. It was so good. Anyway, back to the show. I can't complain. I'll be down there this weekend. Uh, Melissa says, I've been wanting to book a fireworks dessert pre-party, and I've heard that they haven't been releasing new dates for the last week. Wanting to go over Memorial Day weekend. Any word on when they're going to release more dates? Ricky, have they called you and given given you the 411 yet? I have no details either. So uh, no idea, you know, what the holdup is or, you know, whatever. I know before the pandemic, uh, they did release them at like, only like a couple of months before, uh, which maybe they're back to that uh, that maddening schedule, uh, which I know frustrated people a lot before COVID. Uh, it was just like, when are they going to release it? And then it was literally like, you know, a month, month and a half before. So uh, who knows uh, if they're back on that schedule or not? I would suspect so if this is what we're getting, if we're getting these messages again already. So <laughs> we'll see. If we talk about it, usually things happen. We just have a knack. This is true. So we do have a knack. You're welcome. I think, too, it's a good reflection that they're still tweaking park hours. That's yes. what typically holds that up. That's what we've seen in the past. Let's just say we can assume that because it's not available that they're probably still looking at park hours. Of course, they, you know what they say about assuming, but let's right. just say that's a fairly safe assumption on this part that you may see some fluctuation in the park hours. So, And that's expected, too. Well, how exciting is it that, that the theme parks in general are now opening like at 830 in the morning and some theme parks are op- you know staying open until 11 o'clock at night? Like, I mean, just that's think about great. where we were like 18 months ago. We had parks opening at 11 o'clock in the morning, Epcot. And I mean, some of the theme parks were closing at like 7 o'clock in the evening. Like... I mean, I mean, I I know it felt like it was going at a snail's pace, but we have made. And again, let's hope everything continues to move in the in the you know same momentum in the same direction. We never know how the future is going to go, but you know we got to kind of take a step back every once in a while and just look at like this is this is good. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of time to Very explore the good. parks. Very yeah. good, yeah, exactly. Because it's really good. Because right now, because here's the greatest thing I've always enjoyed about going to Walt Disney World in the summer. Just real quick, is that if you're a morning person, right now you can really enjoy the parks in the morning. Right, you can get there at eight thirty. You know, if it's the early morning hours, eight o'clock, you can start getting your day going. So if you're a morning person, you can get up and get rocking. You know, and if you're a night person, I mean, you can be at the Magic Kingdom till eleven o'clock at night. That, that's that kind of, you know, that, that gives both people kind of their yes. option. And that's I mean, true. if you're crazy and you do like all day, holy cow, you are more, you have more strength than I do. I can't imagine. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, can't, I used to be able to. I just can't anymore. I can't. Stephanie's getting got, old. I am getting old. I, I admit it. Just like the old dudes on the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, Stephanie has a question. Hey, I'm headed down to Disney tomorrow with my daughter for spring break. My mom lives in Florida and now says she wants to join us. There isn't much left as far as theme park reservations. What now? Uh, Winter Summerland is pretty fun. Disney Springs, I've heard, is pretty cool, too. Seriously, I mean, once the theme park reservations are gone, you just got to keep checking. But, you know, Mm -hmm. typically they're gone, they're gone. Mm -hmm. There's not much you can do. Nope, unfortunately. And she says, do I just keep stalking the website? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what you do. You just try. Yep. Yep. And know that if you have Park Hopper, then you can all go to the same, you can all be Mm -hmm. in the same park after two o'clock. 
Yes. Today. That is yes. the beauty of the park hopper. It gets you around the it theme is. park reservation system after two. But you got to, yeah. you know, you got to get in a park. Uh, see, Nicole's got a question. Hey, everyone. My husband, eight and five year old daughters and I are going at the end of April, the first week of May. I'll be there at the same time. Look for me. Uh, so excited for the Flower and Garden Festival and looking forward to hopefully pool weather. Yes, me too. Question. We want to utilize Genie Plus, but plan on taking midday breaks. Since we can't choose times for lightning lane rides, any tips for successfully getting rides while still being able to take a break? Worried about only being able to get times when we will be taking breaks. Ricky, what would you do? Because you're right. You just kind of have to roll with the availability and you don't really want to get them, say they're going to be at the pool from noon to three. I mean, what, what strategies would you use in that case? Yeah, this is tough Good because, question. I mean, I actually haven't utilized uh, Genie Plus yet. I just haven't had the opportunity while I've been down there every time, you know, it's it's Brian and I and we're just not on the right schedule to, to try to utilize Genie Plus. So um, I still am like unsure as to how the whole process, I know from what I've heard, don't they just kind of give you times? And is that is that kind of how it works, Pam? You've You've used it, right? It does. I mean, you do have times when I use it, I pick the next available time and okay. then go, go with that. Um, cause I just, uh, you know, I, I don't have any real, like, I don't have any, like I have to do this or my right. vacation's not that. So I just go with what's there. And I think a lot of people are using that strategy. Um, I, I think it's not, I mean, just don't pick during that time. You can leave yourself a gap. They will show you what's available and you'll just have to make a choice at some point. Okay, I'm not going to pick this. I'm going to pick this one because this is that. You'll be able to build that gap in. Um, if you're talking about the individual lightning lane, that's a little different. I mean, you really just have to take it because the attractions that are available with the individual lightning lane, especially when we're looking at the ones, you know, they've added new ones to the standard Genie Plus lightning lane. Um, so there's really not that many attractions that you need to use the individual lightning lane and you just take whatever you can get because they're going to go within a couple of yeah. minutes. So um, that's how it goes. But yeah, when you're using the Genie Plus lightning lane, I think you'll be able to schedule that time in there and you'll be okay. And this is why I love being able to record live here with our audience and just having the, the audience that we do. Suzanne's in our live chat and she says, uh, we kept getting Genie Plus reservations while we were out of the park for our midday break. Sometimes we would watch the times available and wait a half an hour or so and check again to see what if the return times got later. We ended up having three Genie Plus reservations. Uh, let's see, it went away in hand by the time we went back to the park. So there you go, just kind mm -hmm. of everything's going to shift later in the day as you wait it out yeah. a little bit and just kind of ride it out. Maybe have the, you know, if you're at the pool, just have the, you know, have the, the phone in hand and maybe set an alarm for like 45 minutes later, just do a recheck and see what the times are and then book what you need. You know, say you're going to be back at four 30, kind of wait until everything shifts that way. Yeah, that's good. Good thought. Um, mm -hmm. Len's asking, do you think the two o'clock start time for park hopper is here to stay? Will it ever go back to all day park hopper? <laughs> optimistically i would think that it would go back to just regular old park hopper at some point but who knows i mean i, I have no idea i i think I, that maybe it will go back to just park hopping willy-nilly um but mm -hmm. I, I don't I think, know, ricky what do you think you know i'm i'm with you i mean we don't know anything officially but i would assume that it would have to go back i mean uh, people's frustration with it is a of course you have to wait until after two um which 
like like in that instance where you know that that family is kind of locked out of you know you know grandma can't go and until after two now at this point you know it makes it really tough for touring um especially with the park reservation system when you have instances like that and b obviously we've seen a lot of complaints about the fact that hey i'm paying extra for this and i'm limited on the amount of time you know like my ability to actually do what i'm paying for now, granted, you know what you're paying for at this point, um, so like you know that you're gonna have have to wait until two o'clock, but it's still a bit of a frustration point. So I get that. Um, personally, I'd love to see it go back. Uh, I park hop a lot, uh, and so you know having the ability to just jump before that two o'clock time period. Now, granted, eh, most of the time I'm not in the parks before two o'clock in the first place, so I haven't even hit my first park by then. But you know. Still, it'd be nice to have the option. So I'd like to see it um, come back before two o'clock. Um, and I hope optimistically that it does. Yeah, I do too. It's one of those things that it, it, it I don't know. It, it, typically, I don't park out before two anyway. Like when I think about it, like I think, oh my gosh, it's restrictive. But then when it comes into practice, most yeah. of the time, I'm probably not going to hop before two o'clock anyhow. You know, so it really doesn't come into play for me hardly ever. I thought it would, but it doesn't. I don't know, Pam. I think it's just one of those things, like in the back of your mind, we wish, you know, I think we always want like the least restrictive, but practically, yeah. I mean, how often does it, does it? I agree. Us? That was really my experience too. At first I was kind of like, oh dang, I can't park hop before two. But then when I really thought about it, I was like, well, you know what? We probably didn't do much park hopping before two. Right. The only exception to that maybe would have been we would hop over to Epcot maybe when it had opened like at 11 right, right for lunch or something opened. yeah right but at this point we just sort of work around that and we'll grab lunch maybe at um Ale and Compass or over at the Boardwalk Bakery or something and then go into Epcot so I mean it still really seems to work for us and um you know, I understand the frustration that people are really, you know, hoping that it, it gets more fluid, right, than right. it used to be. And I think the challenge with that is that there are definitely advantages for both guests and Disney alike with the park reservation system. It just is. Um, and it allows for a planning, um, especially with cast, right, that they desperately need right now. If they did not have the park reservation system, I think that you would see other things severely impacted because they just don't have a good sense of how to staff up. And I think it's having that park reservation system and knowing where to have cast available has allowed them to keep expanding offerings in that space. So I think it's really an advantage to everyone right now, as much as we may not want it. As much as it's a frustration. And, you know, who <laughs> yeah. knows, maybe with the fact that the international cast members are coming back, like Mike and I, That's, you know, have talked about, um, which you guys will hear tomorrow on, you know, on Thursday's show. But, um, you know, we talked about the fact that with them coming back and it's coming back to roles effect, in hopefully. World yeah. Showcase, yeah, it becomes a domino effect. And then those cast members who were in World Showcase because they needed to fill those positions can now move other over to other roles now, so now hopefully opening things up for other areas. So, you know, again, it's a, it is a domino effect. And hopefully maybe with this change, we can change the you know, park hopping option or, hey, maybe even getting rid of the whole park reservation system, which, again, I don't see us ever getting rid of, which I love to, but I don't see it happening. So, 
I mean, as a guest, I mean, just purely speaking as a guest, not as a travel agent, not as a professional, I would love the, the I would love the park reservation system to go away tomorrow. Yes, like that's exactly. me because it just, it's one of those things like I, I, I don't like to have to think I like going down to Walt Disney World and, and just, just making a choice. I, I'm going day. to the theme parks, you know, and because I've done the bus roulette thing, you know, mm -hmm. I've, I've done that, you know, just like, uh, I don't care. Because I mean, I've been to the parks enough that it doesn't really matter that much, you know, where I can't do that. But I, as Pam said. Without it right now, the yes. way the labor market is and the way the world is right now, it is a necessary thing yes. for guest satisfaction. I know guest satisfaction on the front end, nobody wants to have to plan their days. I get that. But the experience at the parks would not be the same without it right now because of staffing. It's staffing would be a mess. I mean, it would. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, you wouldn't have enough people at the right parks. Because right. if everybody exactly. went to the Magic Kingdom and they didn't have it staffed knowing who's going to be there. Yeah. It, it could be a nightmare. So, it could be. Yeah, I see where we are. Okay, Caitlin's got a question. This one just came in nine hours ago, by the way, as we're recording. So you might think it's about spring surprise. Too late, Mike. But hey, it just came in, so I'm getting to it right now. Hey, BOGP crew, using Disney math, it made more sense to go down one night early for spring surprise weekend. Unfortunately, my original resort, Coronado, was not available, so I'll be at All-Star Music Friday before the race. My first split stay. Welcome to the club. Yes. Is Disney still transferring luggage for split stays? If so, how reliable is it to use Disney to transfer as opposed to getting an Uber or Lyft and transferring the luggage myself? Normally, I just allow Disney to transfer, but it being the day before the race makes me nervous. Thanks in advance, Caitlin. Caitlin, you just made me nervous. That's why I answered this question right now. Do the Uber Lyft thing, especially if you're taking your sneakers, anything you need for the races. They are transferring luggage and it is reliable. It will get there. But I still go back to that weekend when we were all down there for it was a marathon weekend. And I went from Pop Century to Beach Club. So I was like moving on up like George Jefferson, man. I was excited. <laughs> I was going from a value to a deluxe. I don't know why I thought my luggage would get there in like 28 minutes because I was going to the Beach Club. Stupid. Nope. It took like nine hours and stupider. Mike put his running shoes in the luggage that was being transferred. So I could not lay my stuff out the night before. I was sweating it. It all got there. It was fine. But I was freaking out. You can ask Scott because I was just all over everybody. Like, where's the luggage? I'll go find the cargo truck. I'll go get it. I'll, I'll, I'll run if I have to. It's not that far to Pop Century. I'll, I was freaking out. Um, but if you're worried about it now, enough to write an email to a podcast, I'd just grab an Uber Lyft, take yourself <laughs> with you, and go over. Seriously, I mean, it's reliable, Pam, but I would do it for like a vacation. I probably wouldn't do it if I run and stuff. Yeah, like you. It is reliable. It is going to get there. I mean, that's, I, I really have never heard of them permanently losing something, right? I'm sure it but happens, if, but let's, let's hope it doesn't. I mean, come on. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but the, um, the thing is, like, Mike, I am like, I will spend the $15 all day to make sure that I know my luggage is there. I have personally handed it over to Bell Services. I know it's at my resort and I know it will be there when I'm there. And whenever I get back to the resort, even if my room's not ready, I know it's at the resort that I'm at. And it's absolutely worth it to do that. And I don't even know that the Uber would even be $15. It probably is going to be less um, depending on, you know, the time of day and, and surge pricing. But um just, you know, I, I would say absolutely take it yourself. You're going to need it and you don't want to have to think about it. I, I think the peace of mind, peace of mind and comfort is worth something. Sometimes people, you know, if we're looking to cut in somewhere, right, we can be like, 
oh, that's silly. Like, I don't need fill in the blank. But then it's like your comfort and your peace of mind, it's worth a little something. So I would I would absolutely take the Uber. And a loaf of bread costs 15 bucks right now, Pam. So uh, Uber ride might be more. <laughs> I'll tell you when I tell you how much Uber ride is. I do my own grocery Uber shopping. Do you I'm think somehow saying. I have someone who does that Just for saying. me? Just saying, I bet you that I'm going to, I, I, for one, I was going to say, but I was going to wrap this one up by like, I think gambling is legal in Florida, but I wouldn't gamble with myself getting there on time for the race. I would just get in the Uber. So there you go. But also over on speaking of gambling over under, I'm going to say that Uber ride from, I don't know where she's a music to Coronado. Coronado it's pretty right. close, but I'm taking it. I'm taking the over up by the time you put the tip in on 15 bucks. Right now, because it used to be like six bucks, but I bet you it's more now. I'm just saying. I know, and we tend to order the XL. It doesn't matter if it's just (laughs) Steve and I. He's like, I don't want to be sitting holding my luggage. It's I want the XL. Like, so I'm like, okay. Nope, me, man. I'm in the back of like the Accord, like holding onto my luggage like this. I'm like, I'm saving seven bucks. (laughs) All the way to the airport, baby. Okay, Alan's got a question. I think this one's good for Ricky. Uh, We have a trip start. uh, We have a trip staying on site, checking into Fort. Well, then it's June 3rd. I have a work trip in mid-May staying off-site, but we're getting a couple of days in the parks. Can I make dining reservations at the 60-day mark for my May trip, or will this create an issue for my June trip? The option is available in the app, but my May tickets are not linked yet. So he's on-site in June. He's yep. off-site in May. In May. It's like you no usually tickets. are. For well, no tickets for May, right? Well, for, they're not linked, at least. No, he does have tickets, linked. it looks like. But what would you, what, what would you do in this case, though? I mean, I'm gonna make my reservations right. because the I good news too. is it's not linked at all. So you can make those reservations 60 days in advance, whether you're staying on site or off site, um, and they will not impact your future trip either. So you're good to go. Make those reservations. Get what you want. Dine. Dine away. <laughs> dine, baby, dine. All right. Uh, let's see. Matt's got a question here. He's watching on YouTube. What Epcot dining establishment is your go-to for concert packages and Ooh. processional? Best value pick and easiest to get. Thanks. The answer is Beer Garden. <laughs> Um, because it's got we the best knew, food. I knew you were going to say Yeah, that. I, I mean, how home. did we not I mean, know? I mean, I don't even drink beer. And I don't even, like, I don't drink B-E-E-R or B-I-E-R or any kind of spelling of beer. <laughs> but I just like the place, man. It's got an oompa band. It looks like a little Bavarian town. And the food is rocking. And it's usually one not of the cheaper options. Not even a Schafferhofer? You won't even know. Do you know what a Schafferhofer is? I don't know if it's legal. Sh- he doesn't know. I don't even know if I got to, like, delete that out of here to keep our clean rating. But... <laughs> Uh, we'll go with it because it's a family podcast, but That's I would right. go beer garden. So what, okay, what would you say, the, Ricky? The good news is here's the restaurants you get to choose from because there's only a select number of restaurants that you can choose the Garden Rocks concert series, uh, you know, package for. So you have beer garden. So Mike, you're yeah. good. You're, you're good. Okay. Mike's good. Mike's good. Uh, and by the way, beer garden is the cheapest option. See, look at that. By $1. I'm telling you, Hey man, a buck goes, you got, Hey, that Uber ride. That could be your tip. That's part of your tip. You have coral reef. Uh, you have the garden grill and you have rose and crown. So out of those four choices, Mike, Mike got one, right. Just by guessing. Uh, I love just gonna keep garden- ringing that bell because I just keep yeah ringing. exactly yeah <laughs> I love Garden Grill I think Garden Grill is a really good choice Brian and I all, like go there at least like once a year 
and we have a really, really good time there. So I'm going to go with Garden Grill, but I think I have a feeling of what Pam's going to go with. So yeah, I'm going with Rosen Crown. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, you are having, see, the funny thing is I'm going to Beer Garden, not having beer. You're going to Rosen Crown and definitely and having, having a, beer, a beer. Yes. Definitely having a beer. Yes. And I'm hoping to sit outside because that, that outside area is so nice. Plus you can choose from fish and chips. They also have a um, a cheese plate there. Again, yes. it's not quite charcuterie, but it is a cheese plate and very good in its own right. They have some good choices, some different things. They have a curry typically, stuff like that. Um, but fish and chips are good there, and it's it's just always relaxing. So just yeah. as a heads up, if like if they're looking for you know a consensus, Rose and Crown is is I agree with Pam. That's that's the option they should go with if they don't go to garden grill or beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> I roll my eyes very heavily at the beer garden, but you know, whatever. I, we actually did have a good meal there last year. I will say it is different. It was fun. Um, we weren't, they were not doing the ticky tacky, ticky tacky, oi, 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 because that was too much celebrating, but I think that we're allowed to celebrate again. Okay. I, so. I, I, I don't. So. I don't know if there's been an official like handing down of that memo if it's gone out to all the Disney restaurants or not. But I think we're allowed to celebrate again. So you may be able to do that. No, I, I think the uh, the CDC <laughs> has announced that the uh, that Longhorn is now uh, compliant with all uh, regulations. <laughs> well, so funny thing was they were doing the horn. I know the long. You would the, think the bells would be okay because like the bells you're not like spitting into like. Oh my goodness! The, re the Ricola horn was there <laughs> yeah, exactly. and being you're hitting people like on the second level with that thing, man. Are you kidding me? Oh, seriously. <laughs> I've been yes. hitting it since 1982. Oh my God. That's so funny. You know what though? Like when I'm down there, I'm trying to tag onto some of Scott's ADRs and I know one night he's got space 220. So it's unlikely I'll get on that one. So don't doubt that I may be eating a beer garden. So he's going to go to beer garden. He's like, <laughs> Let's go. With all my new friends at the, uh, at the table there. So watch for a picture. You never know. I like it. Uh, see so here, Seth, uh, my good buddy down in Louisiana, Mandeville, Louisiana says, Hey Mike and BOGP crew. Hope all is well with everyone. As always, love the show. Keep them coming. Quick question. We're making our annual trek to Wilderness Lodge in early June. We would like to take advantage of early theme park entry and would like your opinion. If the parking lots open up an hour before early entry and the buses run an hour early as well, which do you think would be better to take from the lodge to get to the studios? Our truck or the dreaded buses? Many thanks, my friend. Take care, Seth. Would you drive the truck? Depends what kind of truck. Is it a cool truck? Is it like a big <laughs> F-150? <laughs> is it a Silverado? Or is it a... No, I don't know. That matters. But that'd be kind of cool to know. Um, I'm picturing him from Louisiana. I'm just picturing all my LSU, SEC friends. It's got to be like a Silverado. Like, it's got to be like purple and gold. Um, but maybe not. Or take the bus, <laughs> seriously. I'm, I'm just a Disney transport guy. I'd be on the very first bus. I'd make sure I'm on the first bus, though. Because after the first bus... You're jockeying for position, man. You're throwing elbows, and it's all it, it, that's it's it's like a, it's interactive cues at that point to get on the bus. But I'd be on the first bus, Pam. What about you? Would you drive? Because you're a driver sometimes. What'd you do? I know, but I'm gonna say, especially for these early entry times, I think I know, right? I think that the bus is the way to go. They actually really usually have a bunch of buses coming through in the morning to get you there on time. That they know that people could lose 
their religion um, that early in the morning, <laughs> if they got their family up there and at the bus stop in order to be there for early entry and the buses didn't come on a regular schedule, they know that, you know, there'd be issues. So I think that they typically do a pretty good job with that. And that's where I would go. I know, right? And I, we usually do drive, but I've seen the advantage to the bus thing. So Yeah, I'm a, I'm a busser. What about you, Ricky? You always have a car too. What would you do? I do always have a car. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Pan though. I think I, I agree. I think bus is the right, right option for this. Um, just because, you know, Disney it does know that they have that early morning, so they're going to try their best to get you there early. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I mean, can't promise, uh, but I mean, and let's be honest, if you if it starts to get later than you're you know comfortable with and they hasn't been a bus yet, go ahead and get in your car. Uh, but, you know, I think for the most part, you're going to be fine taking the bus. All right, we have one last question from Alfred. He's asking, do you think the Mary Poppins attraction will occur or totally cancel? Uh, they say it's on pause. Do you think Epcot will be finished too? I think Epcot will get finished in its modified fashion that they're finishing right now. I think Mary Poppins will be later, way, way later, if at all, because I don't think it was really, I think that was kind of like a plan F. Like it didn't have many details. It was kind of like if X, yes. if, if A, B, and C pan out, then right. this will happen. But I don't think there's a lot of fervor for it. And I think this is something easily could be scrapped. And let's be honest, the Mary Poppins attraction was never officially announced as a ride. It was always an attraction and an attraction can be something like a fancy meet and greet, like, you know, Enchanted Tales with Belle. So it could have been a fancy, you know, meet Mary Poppins. I mean, you know, it, it, it may not have been a ride and I highly suspect it wasn't a ride. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if they'll build it or not. They do say it's on pause. So maybe, um, obviously Mike, you're right. They're going to finish what they've started. Uh, and they've started a lot. Uh, we're not going to get that, um, uh, the, like the, um, pavilion uh for like uh if you know the to replace the play or well what's supposed to be the play pavilion we haven't even gotten that yet and that was announced a long time ago uh so i don't know if that'll ever happen either at this point uh, no, that's but, gonna uh, happen i think that'll i bet you that opens by the beginning of next year because I, I, I mean they're, they're working on that thing i mean it's gonna be are they oh, yeah, i haven't yeah. seen them working on yeah, that I one think they are. so okay yeah, I think that's good that's good but um they were supposed to build you know because that that pavilion was where they had all the um the seminars and things like that for all the festivals so they were supposed to build like a, a seminar you know location basically in the middle of, of of well future world um and i don't think that's happening now um so i think they they you know are, are gonna rework some of that part um but yeah i don't know about the mary poppins thing but it's it, i think people were hoping it would be a ride it's it wasn't gonna be a ride so um I mean, just yeah. think, the way I see it is like you got to look at Disney from the business perspective, like a, a Mary Poppins thing in the UK. There's not a lot of ROI on that. Right. There's exactly. not like there's not a people that are like dying to buy merchandise surrounding any kind of Mary Poppins franchise. Like, and it's not and big, Mary Poppins Returns did not do what no, they it didn't expected. do. Well. Yeah, it didn't do very well. And it's just I mean, it's cute and everything. And it would be an addition, but it's not going to be something that's going to be marketable very much. It's not going right. to be, you know, people are going to be knocking down the doors, booking vacations. Um, to go see I'm that. sorry, but what? I 
was all about. Do you think? The do you think? I mean, like, I'm, I mean, I like, do I need an umbrella? Tree Lane. Okay, I thought that was an perfect okay, addition to UK. I thought it would. Be we awesome. found the person. No, Mary I'm just joking. Is practically perfect. Well, that's what I heard. I did hear that. Yeah, I've heard so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, I, I think it was. I think it is a natural addition to the UK area, and I hope that they do something with it at some point. I mean, I know that we've had poo at different times. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's poo. You can see poo a lot of places. <laughs> I'm gonna say. We've done shows about I, that, yes. Right. So I wonder. Like, I would love an enhanced meet and greet with Mary Poppins and Bert and the Penguins. Come on. Yeah. I could do this all day. So. Yeah. I just. I, 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 no, I get it. And I mean, Diane's with you, Alfred's. I mean, the, the chat room's like all. We got some. We got the Mary Poppins <laughs> fan club apparently tuned in tonight. But here's the thing, is that you're gonna have it like Moana's happening because it's got a it's got oh, a I, larger yeah. audience to draw Agreed. from. You know, Encanto okay. or in, I haven't even seen it yet, but Encanto's gonna have. Some Hopefully. kind of huge, you know, whether it's harmonious edition or something, it's going to actually have a really something. good idea, Mike. You know what? We might have just called that. No, it, it's uh, been an talked edition about. for harmonious. No, it's been I... talked about a lot of times. Oh, okay. Lennon, Len and Jim talk about it all the time, but oh, you know okay, that, that's going to happen. But it's it's one of those things that you know Disney at this point. I mean, that's why Guardians is happening, right? The coaster, yes. like it's because it has a huge franchise. It's a it's got potential. It's got marketing, yeah. like. Yeah. It's got an automatic hook where Mary yes. Poppins, it would be cute and it'd be a great addition. I know I agree for the UK, but I think they got to look at, okay, where are we going to get our ROI first? I mean, that's just the world we live in with everything. I mean, when I, when I think about, you know, my small business, I think, you know, I have things that would be fun to do and would be yeah. really interesting to do. And I think it'd be very creative to do, but when it gets down to it, a lot of things that I have to make business decisions are because, it is going to offer a return on the business because it's a business. You're supposed to try to make money. I mean, that's the whole point of, you know, you got to, you got to feed your kids and you know, that kind of stuff. And when they were planning the Epcot expansion, Mary Poppins returns was very much in the, it was very much being talked about a lot in the Disney, you know, world. I don't mean like Walt Disney world. I mean like the, the gigantic Disney world, you know, like it was, it was a big thing. They were hyping the movie up so much. And they do that a lot of times with things with um, movies and things like that. They'll 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 decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna build this based off of this movie, and then the movie mm -hmm. peters out a little bit, you know, after the fact or whatever. And then you're not stuck, but you know, you have something that's not quite as popular as maybe they had hoped. Which, unfortunately, I feel I feel like that's probably what happened with this. Mary Poppins expansion was they were all excited. They thought, oh, hey, we have our next big hit on our hands. And gr granted, it probably should have been, but it wasn't. I mean, you don't hear a lot of people talking about Mary Poppins Returns right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, I can see why they would scrap it if they decide to eventually do that. Um, would I love to see a Mary Poppins attraction? Yeah, of course yeah, I would. Better. Uh, but I mean, I've, I've, never, I've never seen Mary Poppins in my life. Yeah. Oh, see. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if it has the draw that, that Disney was hoping it would have when they were planning the, you know, the Epcot expansion. I'm just going to throw it there. No, because I, if you think about it, because I mean, we're running out of time here, but the thing is like Ratatouille is similar. They brought an attraction into a world showcase pavilion, but Ratatouille was a safer bet because it had already been created. Kids, right. And it's a Pixar movie, you know, and it's like a, it's a, it's an animated classic. Like people, the, the kids all love it and the adults love it. And people watch it a thousand times in their house. The people that grew up watching Mary Poppins are old. 
Well, I mean, they're, I mean, they're but they also have the money though too. But I just think it just doesn't have the same. It's not as. I think like, Mike flashy. just called me old. Well, I'm I old. Think he I mean, did, we're all the yeah. same age. We're all the same age. I I'm think he saying. did. I mean, I'm ten years younger. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, I've, I've seen Mary Poppins a fair number of times, Mike Rollman. Thank you very much. No, I'm just saying your wife, right? I know, like it was a Walt thing too. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful of it, but I'm just saying, like, this is yes. where Disney is now. They're going to be leaning more towards Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel than a Mary Poppins. I mean, that's just the decisions yes. that are going to be made are going to be Absolutely. Moana is going to win out over Mary Poppins 10 times out of 10 in this business right now. Absolutely. 100%. You are correct. Um, so, I mean, and I, you know, again, I want to reiterate, this was never announced as a ride. It was always announced as an attraction. Same as the Moana thing. The Moana thing will not be a ride. It will be an attraction. It was probably going to be very similar in scope. If they're going to build a Mary Poppins attraction, I would rather see a full-on ride, and that wasn't going to happen with right, what they right. did. So, and I'm all about it. I wish know. every World Showcase Pavilion had a ride. That'd be awesome. Because that would be, be awesome. more for us to do. And I'm, I'm catching all kinds of heat here in the live chat. By you the way. are. That's okay, Mike. For the record, I don't like musicals. Just for the record, I don't ever watch a musical. <laughs> when people start singing, I turn it off because I do not like any musicals. I do not watch them. That's just me. I watch, I bet you guys don't watch sports seven nights a week and, you know, for <laughs> eight hours a day Pam, it's we just different lost all of our no i'm just saying it's di- no i love disney but we all like different stuff i will not watch right. a musical we like very different when things everybody was watching fans. hamilton could care less you know i did i don't watch if you sing i do not watch i mean period it's just it's it it's just not I'm my thing gonna break out song now, that's why i've never watched mary poppins because like the penguins are all singing and stuff like i i will watch like some movies I but as soon as people Footloose is like borderline a movie I'll watch because they kind of dance around and sing, but it's like an eighties movie. So anyway, enough of that. But I, you know, I would like to see it happen. I just don't, I think where Disney is right now, the, the things that are newer are going to win and they're just going to look yeah. at the box office numbers. Like Moana was a block, blockbuster at the box office. And I know Mary Poppins was too back in the day. That's where I'm kind of confused, but we'll see. We'll have to see. I'm just saying, I just, I, that's just me. I mean, this is Mike in the Midwest. This is the Patreon thing. I'm just saying <laughs> I like sports. It, it, there's no, I'm not wrong or right. And you guys that like musicals, that is that's, your that's thing. Right. And there's nothing it wrong be, with that. I'm not saying there is. It's just, I just like, and I'm sure baseball great. for you guys. Like, so there you it, go. It would be great if they honored Walt's Mary Poppins, but that's not what they were going to do. They were going to do Mary Poppins returns. And I just want that to be out there. It was never going to be Walt's Mary Poppins. It was always going to be Mary Poppins. Based Not on true, true, because it was Cherry Tree Lane. Well, I mean, yeah, but Mary that's, Poppins. that's Mary. <laughs> yes, I get that. But that was also very heavily featured in the Mary Poppins Returns. So I'm just saying it, it was, I, I highly suspect it was never going to be Walt's Mary Poppins. It was always going to be Mary Poppins Returns. So, so. we got to get out of here. I just want to say All one right, last time because I'm people getting, angry tonight. I'm getting roasted. I'm just saying, <laughs> I love you guys. And I'm not saying this. Anything, no, I'm just saying, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anybody that likes me. I understand that. I mean, my family, they, they like some of my members of my family love musicals and watch this. I just, I can't, I can't get into it. Like there's just certain things I can't do and I can't do musicals. I don't tend to watch cartoon movies and that's, it's weird. Cause I like, I love Disney, but I don't like the movies for the most part. I just like going to the rides. We have given stuff. him trouble about this in the past. For and it's this is how I am. I love Walt Disney. I love the Disney destinations, but I don't necessarily 
watch the movies, but it's okay. <laughs> and if you don't like sports, I'm cool with that because it makes my seat cheaper when I go to the bar. I don't have, I don't expect people to like what I like. I mean, you know, I think that, I think it's interesting. It's what makes the world go round. So that we'll uh, that's exactly what I think. And that's what makes it interesting. When we all meet up, like I can talk to you about it. Like, I mean, and the thing is because of the community, like I know enough about all these things because I hear everybody else talk about it. the funny thing is like, if you're in Disney Twitter, like in our community, like I know about a lot of these things because the people that like this stuff never talk, never stop talking about it. just like, if you hate sports, the first like six minutes of today's show, like you're like, who's Albert Pools? I can. Why are they talking about this? I yes, totally get it. So I appreciate you hanging with me talking sports because I do that all the time for the first five minutes of the show. And God bless you for doing that with me That's and true. sticking with me. And I will try to do better and watch some of this stuff. So there you go. I have Disney Plus, and I have not turned on Disney Plus probably in nine months. I have Oops. not. That's because the only oh reason God. I have it is because it's easier to watch the Star Wars movies. That's the oh only reason I have it because I have all the DVDs, but I don't, I don't have the DVD player hooked up. Because, well, and the only thing is to remember in D23 when they offered like a three year plan yes. for like one chunk? Yes. Like I bought it that time, but I don't yes. know if that I'm going to renew it when it got it. Has it been three years since that? Uh, not yet. We're in the only, we're in the middle of year two. <laughs> I was wondering that the other day. So, I'm like, yeah. how long does this last? Cause you're, you're in, in between two year two and three. Okay. So you're halfway through. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There you go. All right. Anyway, so I'm not trying to offend everybody. I love you guys. I'm just saying have mercy on me. Does I just, I, I just haven't yet in 48 years got into musicals. So that's me. All right. So anyway, today's show treading lightly. Pam's like, please don't say this brought to you by the magic. Cross <laughs> travel. <laughs> Look, there was no smacking on this show, so I consider that a win. Yes. We kept it verbal. Damn. We kept it ver verbal smacks only today. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. how That's we did right. not punch Mike in the face in the middle of this, I have no idea. I have no idea how the show got so derailed. I mean, dude, we asked one last question, and it just got all a mess. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, the magic for less. We'd love to help you plan that next trip, whether you're headed to the West Coast, the East Coast, Disneyland, Walt Disney World. If you want to go out in the water, Disney Cruise Line, or even all around the world, Adventures by Disney. We'll take great care of you. Cost you nothing extra. First class service. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon, and become a patron. You get to find out all kinds of crazy stuff about me over at Mike in the Midwest. That's what our patrons get every week. And you help us put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. Come on over to patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. This is why I don't have anybody else on that show because it'd get me in trouble. Just saying. It's just me. It's just me. And I'm very careful. I tread lightly over there. Okay. Also, don't forget to follow Ricky at Ricky Nibs on Instagram and Twitter. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. Follow me at be our guest Mike because I'll be at Walt Disney World this weekend and all the races. Safe travel to everybody coming down. No live show this Sunday night because we'll all be down at Walt Disney World. Scott and I will be. Everybody else will be back home, but, uh, you know, I'm at the master control. So we'll, we'll do one the next week. So uh, just hold off one week. Okay, until we get back together again on Friday, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.